Hello and welcome back to the Basic Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Thompson. And joining me today here live in studio is, uh, I'm not supposed to say the one and only anymore, but <laughs> the director of the Janesville Community Center, the author of the Ray's Rambling blog, my co-worker here at Rock County Christian School, pastor, author, professor, Ray Jewell. Yeah, that's me. Welcome back. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. It's good to be here. All right. Well, we're here. And actually, you know, normally we um, record all of these episodes far in advance. Mm-hmm. In fact, you and I just recorded a couple today that won't be airing for probably another two months. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way I like to do it. Uh, but today I felt compelled. I think we both felt compelled to talk about this particular issue so uh, this will be released on a Monday, and we're recording this on a Saturday right before, um, because there is an issue that's, I know it's near and dear to my heart, um, and it's something I'm passionate about, and that's the issue of abortion. Yep. Or, uh, to put that in a positive way, uh, the sanctity of human life. Right. Uh, that we are passionate about, and it seems to be under attack right now. Mm, very you much had, so. um, in, in just recent days, the city, uh, not the city, the state of New York just passed a bill, um, an abortion rights bill that pretty much uh, guarantees a woman the right to an abortion right up until the moment of birth. Well, and the way I'm hearing it being interpreted, it's even after birth. Uh, yeah, well, that, I think Governor, that's, that's... Governor Cuomo is making it yeah. obvious. Also making it obvious he doesn't want any pro-lifers moving to New York. Yes, and he said that's uh, our values aren't welcome there. Mm-hmm. And the value of human life, I, I don't know why that's not welcome. Um, but when they pa- they've been pass- trying to pass this bill for, I think, a decade, uh, but Republicans had were able to stop that up until now. Yeah. And what, if you see the video, you see as the bill finally passes, there is uproarious applause. There is excitement and a thrilling sense of accomplishment that I can just, I just sit back and watch in horror. Yeah. That yeah. not only have they passed this, but they're, they're gleeful about it. Right. Well, I mean, you know, the um, Bible talks about the times when the good will be bad and the bad will be good. And I think we're here at least yeah. on... On this particular issue, and probably, see, I think it's it's just a floodgate that's going to open up for all other kinds of uh, immorality. Well, I, mean, I think we saw that, you know, because they're in New York, and then just a few days later, the state of Virginia took up a bill. And I'm, I'm thankful this was defeated, mm-hmm. but a bill that would actually allow, as we just talked about, a, a woman to decide if her born child should live. And that should be a quote a decision between a doctor and a patient. And all I can think is, okay, this is... Now, to be honest and to be fair, uh, we're not talking about a healthy born child, but a child that has serious serious, uh, deformity issues, uh, may not be viable. But all I can think is, that's a child outside of the womb. Mm -hmm. And I would think you have an obligation to do anything possible. Mm-hmm. To save that child, that is a child, a full-born child. Well, and what I don't understand about that whole thing is, there are 
hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of people who would be willing to adopt in those situations, even you know, like in Down's syndrome cases or other kind of deformities, because there are people out there who love people and who have a special heart for those who would have those kind of issues uh, going for them and, and are willing to take that on as a responsibility and as a, as a God-given responsibility to care for those who are less fortunate than themselves. And, you know, I just... It really hurts my heart and yeah. the heart of other strong Christians that this kind of thing, that this country has gotten to this place where, you know, this is uh, more important. I think right. it's it's uh, caring for myself more than it is for the common good. Yeah, and you look at what's going on in Sweden where... They're boasting that there was a it was a big news story. They're boasting about the fact that Down syndrome is practically being eviscerated um, there, and it's such a great scientific breakthrough that they're able to basically do it with Down syndrome. But then when you read the story, what they're doing is they're basically detecting Down syndrome in the womb and then aborting the child. Mm -hmm. And I can uh, just again a gasp in horror mm -hmm. that we're extinguishing life and we're saying. You're not good enough to live because you have a disability. Yeah, what, you know, I mean, it sort of begs the question, doesn't it? In our culture that says what's right for me may not be right for you, who are you to decide what's right, right for this child? Yeah. And and it, it just flies in the face of their own logic. Well, that's a criticism that's lobbed at us because... You know, we we just want to tell women what to do. We just we just want to control women's bodies because we're just a bunch of egotistical men. We're chauvinists and all that stuff. <laughs> well, I but, mean, if that were the case, um, if we just wanted to control their bodies, I mean, actually, in reality, if they were to control their bodies, they wouldn't be in the situation to have had this pregnancy. Well, in the for first the most place. part, I, I understand there are situations of rape. Yeah, and and that, but, but that's, that's not very the, rare. That's like two, maybe two percent. Of of abortions committed, yeah, or for that reason. I, again, we're not ever, ever, ever going to downplay the horror and tragedy and sinfulness of rape. Right. It's horrible, and those people should be caught and punished to the fullest extent of the law, and, and then so, okay. in my opinion. But um, the answer to rape is not murder. Right. Um, in fact, that's, I've read story after story of women who have been raped and who contemplated aborting their child and then decided not to. And years later, the joy that child has brought them. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and that's where, quite frankly, we as the church, we uh, as, as followers of Christ, ought to come alongside these women mm -hmm. and not judge them, but love them and help them and assist them. Yeah. We need to create a culture in our churches where we're accepting of women who decide to have their children. That, you yeah. know, once you decide to have a child, I think we have an obligation to step in and help. You know, back in the day, what year were you born? I was born in 77. Okay. So this 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 whole issue predates you, Kevin. Yeah, 73 is when yeah, Roe v. When, Wade When was. Roe v. Wade was passed. Well, you know, leading up to mm -hmm. Roe v. Wade, all the propaganda was, you know, 
underground abortions. Yeah, the using coat hangers, coat hangers and, yeah. and whatnot. And you know, and I mean, it, it was like anything else in this country. If you if you spin it and if you advertise it in such a way, you're going to eventually get what you want. Yeah, and you know, this was promoted by uh, different organizations that uh, were for it, a, a, a radical, not, this is not a liberal thing, this is a radical yeah, liberal right. thing. This is, this is flying smack dab in the face of God and his express yeah. word about life and how it is uh, a, a sanctity of life. You just mentioned, the, you know, the back alley abortions and mm -hmm. the the uh, coat hanger type stuff. What gets me about this this bill in New York is one of the things that it removes is a qualification that only trained medical professionals can uh, abort these children. Hmm. So, so if you're talking about health concerns, I mean, come on. This is. Uh, I remember back in the day, back in the 1990s, when I was kind of coming of age politically, the mantra of the Democratic Party was, "Let's keep abortion safe." Hmm rare and legal mm -hmm. that has gone out the window yeah now it's you know it's it's abortion on demand up until the time of birth mm -hmm. uh, and again I, and i understand i'm going to say up until the time of birth that third trimester abortions are usually um uh, they are rare to begin with mm -hmm. but they're also usually because of a concern about the health of the mother the viability of the child um and so I, I get that. So I don't want to just point. I, I don't want to just paint any women, any any woman deciding to have a third trimester abortion as just this bloodthirsty animal who wants to kill her child. I get that there are circumstances, but we're dealing with life, right? And and so we have to treat that. And I don't know that such. any uh, any most of the women that go through abortion, from my understanding, from my reading, from you know, the little talking I've done with other people, it's not so much, I think it's, they, they've had the wool pulled over their eyes yeah. as to what it is that they're actually doing. Because, yeah. you know, using the, the scientific terminology for, for a fetus as opposed to a baby, uh, dis describing that birth doesn't happen until actual delivery. Yeah. I mean, those are things that muddy the waters enough to where people are completely confused. Well, if you're just being told that's a clump of cells. Right. And yeah, it's no, it's no biggie. I mean, this is not a person. Right. So, But it's, it's dehumanizing the unborn. Just like... Or the other thing I've heard is, you know, pro-life people, they just exaggerate the size of the child in the womb. Well, wait a minute. Does size matter when it comes to humanity? Well, are short right. people somehow less human than tall people? I mean, are, are, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, it, it, it size is not what matters here. Right. And uh, life is life. If, there's a, if there, you've got a child with human organs and a beating heart, that's a child, not a clump of cells. That's, yeah. that's something entirely different than just a, clo a glob of tissues or something. Yeah. That, that's, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Even if it is the size of my palm or, or, or smaller. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, that's not what determines life. Right. And I heard one of the, I think it was Ben Carson, Dr. Ben Carson, who said that 
if it's not a human, why are they trying to harvest the body parts? Mm -hmm. Which is what we, we found Planned Parenthood has been involved in. Yeah, it, 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 that, and that's the interesting part of this because they think that the stem cells from a preborn yeah. is better, uh, works better in helping people who are living, breathing right now yeah. in their issues. When in reality, this, the evidence shows that it's adult stem cells that work better for those purposes, not the infant. It's, it's a money thing, Kevin. It comes it, down it really to is. the money aspect of it. And that's one of the huge reasons why it's such an immoral practice. You know, if it were for life and the life of the mother, that might be easier for me to swallow. Might, as I'm saying. Yeah. But when it's when it comes down to it, it's it's a multi-billion dollar. But industry. I say, you know what? Fine. If that's the case, then let's. Here's a great compromise. Let's ban all abortion except when a doctor has determined the life of the mother is at risk, or the child is not viable. Fine. That would eliminate 90% of abortions. Right. But no one's willing to do that. That's not a compromise any pro-choice advocate would, would adopt. Well, and, and, you know, it's not, and it's not just the money. It's a political thing, too. Yeah. You know, it's become one of the hot-button items. You know, back in the 1800s, it would have been slavery. Now it's, it's abortion. Yeah. Um, and other, you know, uh, gay rights things are all connected, which, you know, <laughs> I was reading something that said or heard it uh, uh, somewhere where, okay, so what if they can start determining what this child is going to be? Yeah. What if it's seen that this child is going to be gay? Yeah. Somebody said, you know, well, you know, you, you would get a lot of people against abortion if yeah. they come out and said they could because this person is gay, so the LGBTQ community would come out in favor of pro-life in that case. Yeah, well, and then we have to look at the reality of how this effect, abortion affects the minority population more than it affects oh, yeah. us. Yeah. And so, I mean, you have issues of even race right there. Mm -hmm. But what bothers me is that we're the, the the knock on Christians is often that we don't we're not we don't trust science. But when it comes to this issue, uh, you know, what is it that what is this that, that that this child is lacking that you wouldn't say it's alive? You've got you've got human body parts. You've got the the shape of a human being. You have a beating heart. Yeah. What what else is there? Brain functioning. Yeah. Already. And it, and and it's been proven that children in the womb feel pain. Yep. At what point do you, you know, we treat. Animals oftentimes better than, oh. than those in the world. It's yeah, that, that's and that, I talk about inhumane. I, yeah. And it's you know we're talking about this, and I know you and I both have. In fact, we have uh, mutual friends who are uh, liberal, and I can and I can almost hear the anger yeah. <laughs> uh, through yeah. the podcast radio waves or whatever. <laughs> but uh, this is something that you know I I I, I take we, a stance on. Well, yeah, we don't we don't we don't back down on this one. No. I mean, we can, we can uh, talk about a lot of issues and, and do with our liberal friends, yeah. but this is one that if they want to, they, they will find us going toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. Oh, yeah, this is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to try to do so respectfully, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to 
get into some of the hyperbole. I don't want to compare right. abortionists to Nazis or Hitler. Um, I, I don't. I don't want to compare it to the the Holocaust. Um, but I, I, I. But you could easily. But I, I don't want to do that because I don't. I don't think yeah. that help. I don't think that's helpful. And I also. I mean, I get that. I, I'm not saying we need to prosecute women who have abortions. I know there are no. those who do do that. We, 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 need, do that. we need to wrap our arms around them. Exactly. And, uh, and love them. And again, it's, having an abortion is similar to like divorce or some other thing. It's not the unforgivable sin. Yeah. Well, and it's not, I don't think for most women, that's not the goal. Right. Um, I, I don't think most women get pregnant with the purpose of getting abortion, an abortion. Or I, well, I don't they think probably they're... don't expect to get pregnant. Yeah. That's... And that's the thing. I, I, I don't think, I think many of them are scared. Mm-hmm. Many of them are uncertain of how, to, how they would take care of a child. And then they have, their life. they have people in their lives, whether it's the, the, the father of the child or their own parents or others, that are telling them, well, you're too young to do this. You yeah. can't handle this. You've got to get rid of this child, and this is the way to do it. Right. Quick and easy. Instead of taking that child to term and putting that child up for yeah. adoption, which you know, I think that, to me, would be the best possible solution yeah. to this whole issue. And again, I, I understand that's that's asking a lot. Now, I've never been pregnant. Um, Good thing, too. Yeah. Um, but I get that I don't want to I don't want to try to seem uncaring because asking a woman to give birth to a child, take the child to full term and give birth is ex- incredibly difficult. It's taxing. It's um, something I can't even fathom myself how I would physically do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not it's it's unfair. But the end result is life flourishing. Mm-hmm. And even if that child is born in poverty, I, I don't understand this concept that it's better to kill a child than allow that child to live in poverty, mm-hmm. or to live with unwanted, you know, or parents that don't want. I, I don't feel like those people. I don't think we should go into the impoverished areas of our country and start killing people because hey, your life doesn't matter because you're poor. Your life doesn't matter because you're never going to amount to anything in life. You, I, I think. Let's change it. Let's work together. And this is where I think um, Republicans and my fellow conservatives could, could get on the ball and say, all right, let's work on uh, getting rid of poverty. Let's work on uh, helping women who've chosen to have their child. Let's give them the benefits they need, the health benefits and the uh, food and shelter that they need. Let's, let's, let's jump in and, 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 and really be consistent in our pro-life stance. Sure. But I want to get to, uh, you know, this is a this is the basic Bible podcast, and so I'm not I'm not thinking this podcast is going to convince someone who doesn't oh, know the no, Lord that right. they're wrong. But I do want to talk to fellow Christians, mm-hmm. and you know through the Scripture, I I don't think there's any wiggle room here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clear, life comes from God. Mm-hmm. Um, Genesis two seven, you know, man was formed in the dust of the earth. But when did he have life? Life came when God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Um, it, it's God who chooses who lives. It's God who chooses um, when people die. When people die, all of that yeah. um, is is from God. And throughout Scripture, children in the womb are referred to as just that, children, mm-hmm. um, made in the image of God. Right, and that's the that, yeah, and that's and that's what gives every child dignity, worth, and value. Every right. person ever born, every any person ever conceived, 
uh, is, is made in the image of God and thus has dignity, value, and meaning. Mm-hmm. And so um, we have to look at that. So um, I, I think that you know, the classic passage is in Psalm 139. Yeah. For I praise, I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Mar- wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them. The days were formed for me, uh, when yet there was none of them. So we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that's talking about in the womb. So, yeah, we, uh, you know, we can look at other scriptures. Jeremiah uh, chapter 1. Talk about Jeremiah, before he was even born, God had a plan for his life. And so uh, when we look at the scriptures, it's pretty clear we're we're talking about children right and that's i you know you can even point to the nativity story yeah. with uh, john the baptist leaping in elizabeth's womb at when he heard the voice of mary the right. mother of jesus and I, I, yeah not, both in luke 1 and, and matthew 1 mm-hmm. it's referred to when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby, the baby, the baby, leapt in her womb. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. I mean, and that's you know, babies do stuff like that. They get excited yeah. in the womb. They, you know, they kick. They do things that let you know that let mom know, let dad know that that baby is alive and kicking. Right. And to snuff that out. Um, yeah, you know, it, it is so goes against the grain. You you know you, you almost have to brainwash yourself so much badly to f- agree that something like this is okay. Now, you know, and I've heard over the years several liberal politicians make this stupid statement. Well, personally, I'm against it. Yeah. But. Right. But what? I mean, you know, so here, here is one case where my personal truth says one thing. Yeah. But I'm not going to force that on See, anybody I, I else. Don't, I can't fathom that because if yeah. I'm really pro-life, that's right, I'm personally pro-life, but politically mm-hmm. I'm pro-choice because I want to give women, I can't choose for other people. No, if you're personally pro-life, if you recognize this is actual life, then you can't next say, well, go ahead and you can murder whoever you want to. Yeah. Because no one, no, nobody believes that you should be able to murder whoever you want to. Right. No, not pro-choice, not pro-life. Nobody believes in just flat-out murder. Mm-hmm. So once you recognize that is life in the womb, that's the end of the argument. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so it, it frustrates me. But I think the good news that we have is you can you can while you can pass any law legalizing abortion we you still have the option of not having abortion right therefore we can reach out to our neighbors and that's one of the things i think how how do we end abortion i think you got to get to know the people you live near mm-hmm. get involved in people's lives yep um you can get to know your neighbor get to know that woman who's struggling doesn't know how she's going to pay for all of this doesn't know how uh, she'll be able to raise a child doesn't know 
uh, maybe afraid to tell her parents that she's pregnant. And that's, as, as a conservative evangelical Christian, I, I don't believe in sex before marriage. Um, and I believe that's a sin. But I don't want to reel against that to the point where women are, uh, girls are thinking, I'm going to have an abortion, so I don't have to tell my parents about this. Right. Once it's a sin, and it, but it, it, as you said, it's a forgivable sin. Yeah. And so I, I'd rather that child come to me and say, listen, I've done this, it's wrong, and I want her to know that I would love her and care for her and we're going to take care of this child. That's the redeeming factor in that sin is the birth of a beautiful baby uh, child, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've seen that personally where uh, I, I knew of a girl, a teenage girl, who had gotten pregnant and was afraid to tell her parents about it. Um, but she eventually did. And the parents came to the church, uh, came to our church actually, uh, a new church to them, and she eventually told the pastor uh, that she was pregnant, and she was very nervous about that. And mm-hmm. At the same time, she also met our assistant pastor. He and his wife had struggled with infertility. They had actually tried to uh, adopt two different children uh, from a foreign country. It didn't work out, and God worked in this young teenager's heart. She said, "You know, I." I can't take care of this child, mm-hmm. but they can. Mm-hmm. And so they gave the child up for adoption to this couple. The joy that brought our church, I'll never forget that church, literally standing ovation. Mm. Um, that child, that, that teen, that girl didn't face condemnation, but praise mm. and love and appreciation. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I know this, this little girl that was born today. Mm. Um, and the joy that she brings, it, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. There is an uh, there is an alternative, and it's not abortion, but adoption. Yep. Uh, you know, I've I've adopted four children myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I'm grateful for that, but also this is a personal issue for me. Uh, you know, I was born in 1977. Mm-hmm. I said uh, just a couple of years after Roe v. Wade, and my my mother was uh, not well. She was sick. She'd had two previous pregnancies. One, uh, my brother, my older brother, who's severely uh, mentally handicapped. The second pregnancy uh, resulted in miscarriage. Mm. And the third pregnancy, uh, the doctors told her, you know, we, we really think you should have an abortion because you're not healthy enough to hold this child to term. It's probably going to end up in miscarriage. If it's not a miscarriage, it'll probably again wind up with some sort of mental disability. And my wife, my wife, my mother and my father were very adamant. No, we believe this is life and we're, we're going to hold this term no matter what. And, I'm, and, of course, I'm thankful they did. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> so am I. And so I think, you know, whenever this, this issue is a very intensely personal issue for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because my mother could have aborted me. Maybe should have mm-hmm. if she had listened to these doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, but because how of much How much kid, longer after that did she pass? Um, it was about three, four years okay. later. Okay. Uh, unrelated to... Right, uh, some but you know, I mean, she had not right. been healthy. And, yeah, but you know, I mean, if she were being selfish about it, yeah. she could have possibly lived longer for herself. But a, a mother's true heart is going to put the child yeah. before herself every time. And that's you know, I think it was Russell Moore, who's a Southern Baptist, uh, had said that this is the antithesis of the gospel. The gospel is. Christ dies for other people, and abortion is you're going to die for me. Yeah. Um, it, it's, you know, I, and again, I, I don't, I, I don't want to shrink down from this, and I know, 
I'm probably gonna get probably gonna get some email over this one. Uh, I can think of a few names right now. Who, How many of our liberal friends listen to the? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, this this one might. This yeah, one they might yeah. might okay. listen to. Okay. And so, but you know, I'll take that again. I I want to say that I, I get this. This is this is a more complex issue than we're just even talking about right, right now. Of course. It is. Uh, and and I think I'm kind of. I think both of them. I think we're kind of more speaking from the heart. We didn't do a whole bunch of research coming into this. No. Um, and that's by design. This is more... This is... So it's a response to yeah. what has happened in New York and Virginia. And, and on the positive side, what's happened in Alabama and, and Iowa, Yeah. where they've come out, especially in Alabama, that said that you know, life is... At uh, conception and right. and that sort of thing. So, and this is kind of an off the cuff thing. We haven't done a raining in Ray in January. Right. This is February second now. Yeah. Um, it was we recording this, so we're going to kind of count this as last month's. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Well, with uh, Right to Life uh, Sunday and all that, yeah, it, would, it fits. And so um, we try to wrap things up on some application, and I think application is this isn't for me a political issue it's a personal issue mm -hmm. it's a biblical it's a moral issue yes and i think one of the things we need to do is as i kind of said before um we need to be out in the community mm -hmm. we need to be loving our neighbors we need to i i want to be the guy my neighbor could turn to and say i'm having a problem mm -hmm. and i don't know who to turn to mm -hmm. I, I want the pregnant woman who doesn't know what step to take next to come over here and realize i'm not going to judge you for your lifestyle but I want to help that child, yeah. and I want to help you as a, as a person as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't have the resources to take people in, but I can certainly point them in the right direction. Sure. And we can, as a church, gather the need uh, the needed resources. Well, it's definitely a, a fantastic opportunity for the church to be the church. Yes. Instead of throwing around platitudes. and I mean, there's a reason why people think that... Uh, you know, we're bigoted against uh, people who are pro-choice. Um, because some of us are. Because some of us yeah. are. And uh, and it's just going to take getting our hands dirty, so yeah. to speak, getting involved, getting... And I agree with you. It's, it's not a political issue. It's a moral issue. And it's know? not an issue... We talk about pro-life. Pro-life doesn't stop at birth. Right. Um, we, we, we have that child is born. We have a commitment to care and love for that child, care and love for the mom, care and love for the family. Mm -hmm. um, and that doesn't stop just here. That's why, again, as conservatives, we've got to put our money where our mouths are. Sure. At. That's why we, we could use more funding um, for social programs. Mm -hmm. That as conservatives, sometimes we're like, oh, no, you got to pull, your, pull yourself up by your own yeah. bootstraps or whatever. Um, and, and life is more important than that principle. Right. And let's have that child born so we can talk to him about how, okay, let's let's help you help yourself, but we got to help you first. Yeah. So, um, as in terms of resources, um, I know right here in town we have the Willow Women's Center, that is a great resource. If you are uh, pregnant and you're not sure what to do, let me let me help you get a hold of them. They can they can help walk you through that. Um, some books I know that are helpful. Um, the Abortion uh, by R.C. Sproul is a really good uh, in-depth theological look at this, but it's also a pretty short book. Also, Russell Moore, um, and I think his name is Andrew Walker, have, have put together a little book 
on this topic, part of their Gospel and Life series. Mm-hmm. Um, and also in, along with that, uh, Adopted for Life by Russell Moore um, talks about that issue of adoption. It's, it's the book that got me on my journey mm-hmm. uh, to adopt children. I forget the name of the book, but it's uh, the story of um, the woman that was oh yes Roe in the Roe v. Wade. Uh, Norma, Norma McCovey. McCorvey, yeah, and it just basically shows how it was sort of funny because the building that she was involved with, uh, abortion clinic, was connected to a right to life uh, organization and they they basically loved her into uh, um, understanding of uh, the moral way of doing things uh, and if, you know I think that uh, Tim Tebow has made quite a yeah. stance obviously you know he was to have been aborted I believe and but his uh, or he survived an abortion or something. Or I like think that. his mom was thinking about an abortion. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think that that's, you know, and the, the sad thing is, you know, the, 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 the phraseology is for the health of the mother. Well, that word health can pretty much mean whatever yeah. somebody wants it to mean. And that's when it becomes dangerous. Yeah, and, and the book you're talking about, I Am Roe, My Life, Roe v. Wade, and Freedom of Choice by Norma McCorvey. Well, that's not the book I'm talking about. Oh, it's not? Okay. Yeah, I forget the name of it, but it's, anyway. But yeah, she, you know, she definitely made a change in her life. One by Love? That's also by Norma McCorvey. Yes, that's okay. the one. And then I want to recommend um, another book, as you were saying that, kind of mine. Unplanned, the dramatic true story of a former Planned Parenthood leader's eyes-opening journey across the lifeline by Abby Johnson. Uh, And her story, basically, Abby worked uh, at Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. She was a pro-choice advocate, worked there, and then one day, they were short of staff or something, and she needed to actually witness an abortion. Mm -hmm. And she walked in, and she saw the sonogram or whatever it was. She saw the needle coming in, and she saw the child try to get away Mm. At that point, she literally she got up, she left, she walked across the street and joined the pro-life protest. Yeah. She said, she, never again. Yeah. And so now she's become a, a very uh, passionate pro-life defender and advocate. Yeah. Um, so again, uh, we want to show love to those who disagree with us, mm-hmm. but I want to show love to the child in the womb. Right. And, I, and I want to promote an atmosphere of life. I believe in the sanctity of life. All children are born in the image of God. And we deserve life, and we, they deserve to be defended. And we want to take care of them. We want to love them, mother and child. Um, I, I'm not interested in just judging everybody's sex life. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and even even defend the the uh, the father in this situation yes. too. There's there are times when the father wants to have the child, and the mother has other people telling her differently. Yeah, and all of these situations get very complicated. Oh, yeah. But the end, the, the solution is not murder. The solution right. is not execution. Exactly. Yeah. All right, well, we got to wrap that up. Um, so uh, next week we'll, we'll be actually talking about the issue of angels. Uh, actually, maybe. Actually, I might have another episode before that. Okay. I should not even say that. Anyway, <laughs> but that episode's coming up eventually. Um, and then we're going to start a series on the Ten Commandments. 
So that'll be okay. interesting. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to check out our website, www.basicbiblepodcast.org. My email is there, so if you want to send the hate mail, that's the way to do it. Or check us out on Facebook, our new Facebook page. You can send me uh, uh, you know, angry comments there. And honestly, if you want to do that, that's fine. I'll try to act respectfully uh, toward that. And I ask you the same as well to act uh, respectfully toward that. Uh, and then uh, Twitter, base, at Basic Bible Podcast, same thing on Instagram. All right, so until next week, have a great rest of your week. Bye.